back to the teacher's cup of coffee. I definitely have been on a bit of a hiatus, had a lot going on, good stuff, good stuff, but I'm happy to be back with you here and hopefully rev you up going into the four four or so weeks between Thanksgiving and the holiday break. I'm here to tell you today that it is not too late. I'm recording this Sunday morning before we all go back to school on Monday, and if you're totally dreading it, you know, some of us are just dreading because we like vacation, but some of us are probably out there dreading it because school has already started to be really hard this year, and it is not too late. There is still time to build new habits within your kids. But I'm going to give you some strategies today for doing this, but you got to be really focused because we got to use clean starts. Fresh starts matter in education. So starting this week is a good time to build new habits or we spend the next few weeks kind of planning this out and then right after the holiday break we build some new habits. So it's time. It's time. One of my favorite books ever is called The Power of Habit Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg. Uh, it's a wonderful book. It's really long. Well, it's not really long, but it's it's kind of long. But even if you just read the first chapter or two, you really can make a huge difference in your life as you figure out how to build better habits in your own world. So there is a thing called the habit loop. Three simple steps as our as our bodies build habits. First comes the cue, then the routine then the reward. And this is how all habits are built. The cue, this is something that triggers the habit. This is something that always triggers this certain behavior. So maybe it's right after lunch, you know, you go back up to your classroom and you want a piece of chocolate. So it's that right after lunch thing, that's the cue. And then you have your little piece of chocolate, that's the routine. And then the reward is your brain deciding that it liked having chocolate in that moment. So that's your brain telling you that this routine was worthwhile. So the cue triggers the habit, the routine, this is the behavior, and the reward, this is why your body likes that this actually happened. So when we're thinking about our classroom, there's probably a couple things you can think of that almost every day just don't go the way we want them to go. Things just don't happen the way we want them to happen and it frustrates us. And now we're in that time of year, November, where students have sort of taken over probably in these moments, right? We had all the best intentions in the beginning of the year when we were starting from scratch to build habits that would really help students learn and help keep our classrooms controlled. But now we're at that moment where you know the feeling, you know when the kids have the control or when a bad habit has really taken a foundation and taken hold. And so now we got to identify those times. What one or two habits that are not good in our classroom can we change? And then how do we go about changing them? All right, six steps. First, isolate the cue. What is leading to the behavior? What thing leads to the behavior that drives us crazy? We can't change the behavior until we fully identify the cue, fully identify the thing or the timing that always leads to this. That's number one, identify the cue. Number two, create a new routine. So if if students are doing this in this moment, we want them to do this instead. So what is the new routine gonna be? Number three, identify the new reward. Why will students benefit from doing the new behavior versus the old behavior? We need to make sure they understand, oh, if I switch to this new routine, I'm actually going to get this new reward, and that's going to be a good thing. 
Number four, be consistent. This does not happen overnight. We are in, we're in the trenches now, right? We're in the trenches. We got to keep doing this every day to build the new routine. Number five, talk about the loop often. Show your kids, hey, every time this cue takes place, we demonstrate this behavior and your brain thinks you get rewarded for this. But instead, now when this cue takes place, we're going to do this new behavior and here's the reward that we're going to get instead. And then step six is just repeat and repeat and repeat until this becomes the new habit. We have to develop the new routine. We have to get our brains to buy into the new reward. And over time and over repetitiveness, it becomes the new habit. There's a great article in September's Educational Leadership Magazine about Harlem Academy. And they were doing a lot of work on character development and all that kind of stuff, but realizing they were getting no bang for their buck because every teacher was doing it differently and every grade level was doing it differently. And they started reading about habits and they realized to build true habits in kids, they had to be consistent and repetitive in all classrooms. So they developed a school creed. The creed is simple. The creed goes home so parents can back it up. The creed is part of their lesson plans, their unit plans. So they always go back to this creed. It's in all of the classrooms, not just in some of them. When they deal with discipline, they go back to the creed. So everything goes back to this school creed and therefore they're building habits in their students. That way, these, these, these positive habits truly take shape, truly take hold, and then they really have developed positive school-wide habits as a result. So just that's just a small example of how building habits really can change how a school or a classroom functions. Okay, let's get to nitty-gritty now. Think about your classroom. What are one or two habits that have developed in your classroom that drive you crazy? They're just the things, when you're home on Thanksgiving break, these are the things you miss the least. What are those one or two habits that have developed? Now, think about what is the cue? What is the thing or the timing that leads to these bad habits? You know, maybe it's like every time I put them in small groups, they immediately get off task. So small groups is the cue, off task is the routine or the habit. And the reward for them is, let's say you're going with that one, the reward for them is they get to have fun, right? They probably like being off task. And if we don't know how to control it, then why would they stop? Because they like being off task, they have fun, they get, an, they get a cognitive break. So that's why their brain likes it. So think about your classroom. Think about a bad habit or two that have developed. What is the cue? What triggers the habit? And then what routine or what behavior emerges and then what is the reward from the student's perspective? Because something's happening in their brain that's making them like this. What is it? All right. Now, what could be the new routine? So if you think of that cue and then think of what's been happening, what should happen? Then think about, now that you know what should happen, what can we do to make kids see that this should happen thing will actually bring them a reward? What will be the reward for the good behavior that we're hoping to see? Once you have that, you can start this with kids. You can talk about the cue. You can talk about the behavior they've been practicing. Talk about the new routine you're going to actually change to. But pay attention to the cue always. Explain the new behavior that should happen. And explain the reward kids will get for this new behavior. Then communicate this over and over, over and over. Think about it. In the beginning of the year, we start from scratch. And it still feels like it takes us four to six weeks to build the habits we want 
want our classroom to have, right? Well, now we're not just building from scratch. We are trying to change habits, trying to change habits. So this is going to take a while. So we got to be consistent and we got to keep overtly talking about all of the above. But you know what? It's worth it because if we don't build these new habits, then these parts of our day will drive us nuts the rest of the school year. That can be brutal. It's only November. We don't want to have one of those school years. So let's make sure that we build new habits. We stick with it. You got to pick one or two. You can't overdo it. You got to pick one or two. If we do this well, kids will grow. They'll learn more. And you know what? Perhaps most importantly, you won't dread your day. That's part of teaching. We can't dread our day. If we dread our day, we will not give students what they deserve. So we need to make sure we isolate, identify a couple bad bad habits our classroom has and change them now. You can start tomorrow. You can start next Monday. You can start right after the holiday break, but you got to give it some thought. You have to make sure you stick to the six steps that we keep talking about it. Number one, isolate the cue. Number two, create the new routine. Number three, be clear about the new reward. Number four, be consistent. Number five, talk about the loop often. And number six, repeat, 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 repeat. Stick with it. Build one or two new habits in your classroom and you will enjoy your day more and the students will learn more and become better people. Like I said, I've missed you guys. Hope you're enjoying your school year. Hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving break. And thank you so much for joining us here on the Teacher's Cup of Coffee. Yeah.